Hey, what's up, y'all? And welcome back to the Youth of the Nation podcast. Last week, we took a little break. Yo, 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 yo. I love how you always come in with Yo, 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 yo. I took it from Charlamagne the God. I think it's the greatest thing ever. He does it on every episode of The Breakfast Club, and it's just so fun. I know. Yeah. We got to start coming up with some vibes like that. But, man, um... Oh, I can see you now. Hey, hey. Um, but uh, here we are again. Another episode of sad, daunting vibes from Nate until Lynn. <laughs> here we are again, man. It's. I wish people could see video. Um, I wish you still did video, but I'm not. I don't feel like editing and all that. So, you know. <laughs> but. Um, I I told Talim before this. I said, "Yo, bro, you look tired." And you never tell a homie that, but he did look tired. He sounded tired. And uh, he said, "What'd you say, Talim? Go ahead, say what you said, bro." I'm exhausted, man. It's tiring of uh, hearing about this news of us people, my color, um, being hurt by the man that just is scared of our skin color. Like there's no other reason for, you know, it's nonsense. It's just that there's people who are intimidated, 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 intimidated by my skin color. Um, and that's tiring, man. You hear about it over and over again and you're just like, well, what do you do? You know, where do you start? So um, just a tough conversation to have. And um, knowing that tonight's topic was going to be about this, it was a little draining. I knew it was coming. Obviously, you know, in the news, that's kind of what we talk about in the beginning. And so, um, my mind just couldn't let me get over it. So, yeah, I love what you said, man. I, today I posted this video and I just said tired. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's just get into the meat of it. If you guys don't know, uh, you should culture yourself. But if you don't know, uh, there was a man <laughs> named George Floyd, and you know, looking into it, um, the story we heard was he had uh, committed forgery or had been uh, reported of. Uh, committing forgery and then the police came and they say he was resisting arrest and so they had him on his on his on his stomach uh then they handcuffed the boy uh the man and then as george uh, so i'm gonna call him george from now i'm not gonna say the man or the boy george they handcuffed george uh to the ground and um whether you needed to use force or not he got him and george was saying uh Sir, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. You're hurting my neck. Um, and at one point in the video, he starts calling for his mom. Calls for his mom. And, and he says, mama, mama. And, and I think it, when, when you hear that part of the video, you think none other than your own mother. And you have to realize, like, his mom has to watch that video. His his grandma has to watch that video. His aunt and uncles have to watch that video of him pretty much dying. Mur- no, not pretty murdered. much being murdered, right? Yeah. And so you 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 just have this idea that like what if? And so that's the only that's the only part my mind keeps playing is like what if? Like what if that was me? Or what if that was someone I knew? 
because it could happen. I mean, who knows at the hands of what's going on right now, nobody knows what the next, like something could happen next week. And here we are again, you know, like it's just, yeah, it's so sad. It's so frustrating. It's so crazy. I'm tired of it. I'm angry. I'm, I'm bothered. I'm frustrated. I, all the emotions at once are just coming out of me. And then I, I hang out with predominantly white people. And that's a fact. Uh, my church, my community, the people I hang out with are predominantly white. It's just what it is. Um, and uh, getting the amount of texts I got today from people who are white asking my opinion on it was kind of taxing in, its, in itself. Getting the phone calls I got from the amount of people I got phone calls from today was kind of taxing in itself because it's like, what answers do you guys want me to give you? Like, mm. What are you looking for? And that's no, that's no offense to them because they're looking at their black friend who is you know, going through the situation, right? Or I wouldn't say going through, but having to watch that again for the yeah. what millionth time. Um, like, like, what as your white friend do you want me to do? And I'm like, hmm. oh, be aware at least. Hmm. But there's, I mean, what can you do? Hmm. Other than being aware, like there's nothing you can do, bro. And I couldn't answer any of those questions. Like, I can't answer this. Like, be aware though. Hmm. That's deep, bro. I think you're right. I think, uh, you know, and so we'll get into it. But, yeah, what you said with the George thing is. I guess we'll touch on that, bro. So this episode, y'all, is going to be about where do we start? Because, Tulane, you're getting that question probably every hour, I'm sure. I'm getting that question about every hour. Uh, I'm getting FaceTime calls about it all the time, getting all these questions about it. And they're saying, yo, like, what do you, um, what are your thoughts? How do I help? What do I do? And like you said to Lynn, I don't have the answer. I don't have, I don't have that, what you need. I don't have, uh, probably what you're going to, um, what you think I'm going to say. And so I guess to Lynn, bro, my question is, man, is like, where do we start as faith leaders, bro? Where do you think we start for that? Um, I told Taylor this today. Um, I don't, I don't know exactly where to, to start or what kind of conversation to have when you're in the midst of this stuff. Um, so when pointers got asked like, Hey, what do you, what do you say in these, in this moment? Like, what do you say? Like, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? And the only thing that I can say is I have no words, but pray. That's it. Like, it's just like the only thing that I can think of was to pray for the families of the victims who were, uh, and, and that was it. It was just like, I don't even know what to say, but pray. And you get all these pastors and, and I don't even want to go there yet, but yeah, all I can yeah. think of is just, all I can think of is just pray. That's all I thought of. That's when the moment the question hit me, I was just like, I don't have an answer for you, but I know that the community just needs to come together. We need to pray. Yeah. I think, yeah, we'll get into that in a second. I just think I want to talk about some, some points that you touched on. Uh, I think one point you touched on that I think is super critical that we have to touch on is this idea of, Let's just think about this situation, all right, with George Floyd, because I think it's it's such a dude today. Guess what I found myself doing? Mixing mm-hmm. up the last names of black people who have been killed. 
So I was saying George Taylor, uh, and then I had to correct myself and say it was George Floyd because Breonna Taylor, who just got murdered a couple weeks yeah. ago, or who got murdered a while ago, no, a couple weeks ago in her um, in her bed by police officers. And so it's like, I'm there's so much black killing going on that I'm mixing up names. Yeah. And so, but you said something that's so crucial and so key. And before we get to that, like this idea that this one's different to me because with Ahmad and with Brianna, I'll say this, it, they're not easy to go through. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying they're easy because we've seen, we saw two white men kill a black man. Everyone, I mean, unless you are a crazy person or you actually hate black people, we can all look at that and go, that's not good, right? Like, yeah, yeah. we all look at that one and go, okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, same day with Brianna. Police, bl- policemen blew it, messed up, murdered. We can all agree, right? Like, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no debating. Mm-hmm. But with this one, that's when the debates come. That's when the other side comes. That's when you have people saying racism is a is a social construct. And this is what I would say. Yes, racism is a social construct because yeah. race is a social construct. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Race isn't a thing. It's ethnicity. It's yeah. it's it's what's my ethnic background. So I mean, if we didn't have race, we'd had ethnicism. Like something would be made. So mm-hmm. so that I could say that me am better than you. Something would be made up. Yeah. So but- that we could divide power, because that's our world. But all that to be said is this is why this one makes me so angry and hurtful inside is because it's, there's more to, there's no nuance if you watch the video and you and you see it there's no nuance it's murder but to people who don't know how to look at the other side who don't know how to sit with their brother who don't know how to speak with their brother or their sister that's when they start saying but wait what about the cop he has a he has a family to get home to you know what i'm saying or mm-hmm. hey hey what about the cop he you know what about this? Maybe he was fearful for his life. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know how George Floyd was fearful for his life? What about him? And then something I want to touch on, bro, and now I'm ranting, but shoot, we do this. Listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is I saw this today and it, and, and it, it made me take down the George Floyd video because we've normalized seeing black men killed on camera. Crazy. Ooh. This video said... Will, Will, Smith, Will Smith said something today, too. Yeah, this video he said... said go ahead. No, you say it. This video said that the trauma that me and you are going to time, every time we see that me and you are probably more desensitized to our own people being killed on camera than, than other people are. Hmm. And then that he's like, when have you ever seen in real life, not a movie, not, 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 a, not a murder mystery, when have you seen in real life a white person killed in HD video in the streets? Hmm. Not saying I want to see that, but I'm just saying we've normalized literally the killing of one group of people, which happens that Talit and I are part of that group of people. And so I guess all that to say, man, is I don't know. How do you feel about like I I find this one so hard to maneuver because of the politics that they shouldn't be here. Like there's no politics. There's nothing to be here. But they're here because of what our country is and who, who yeah. is in it. And and Will Smith said something today that actually my roommate just repeated. Um, he said, um, 
racism isn't just getting bad. It is now being filmed. So um, we're in a, we're in a world now where racism has always been a thing and Mm. it's always been bad. We just now get to see it on camera because we got people who are quick to grab their phones and show us what's going on. Yeah. So um, I thought that that quote was amazing because this is, this is something that's not new to black people as a community. Mm. Cause my grandmother, my grandfather, my aunts and uncles, people who came up before me have went through the same things in a different way. Um, and even me in high school, like I've been called the N word on a baseball field with people that were my teammates. Like, so racism has always been a thing. It's just now we get to see it. And that's the part that's making it normalized. And that's the part that's like, well, we are now watching our brothers die because it's filmed. Yeah, everywhere. you're right. Well, because so, right. I mean, remember Rodney King? Like, I don't remember Rodney King, but no, I don't remember that. But I mean, I'm just saying if someone's gonna listen to this and remembers that like, yeah, black people being beat in the street was was not new. Yeah, it's not new. And police officers getting off. Like, it's the HD. It's 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 the it's the speed in which it comes out. That's yeah. new. Because if I'm a cop, or if I'm someone and I hurt someone, it's going to be if and it's filmed, it's going out quick. It's posted yesterday. Yeah, before it happened. And so and then, and then this other point that I that that struck me, and it, you said it is like, what if it's me? Is what? It, why does? At least for me, like, I think for many of the people in my life, or a lot of the people that are in my circles, I think they see the issue. I think they notice the issue. And I'm not saying that a lot of my friends are uh, they hate me, but I'm saying is. I think for this to become real, it would have to be, I'm not saying it should happen, but it would have to be someone like me and you who they know they've built rapport with. They know mm-hmm. that they can trust that because we can kind of separate ourselves from the Floyd situation, right? Like it's posted. Mm-hmm. And then I can kind of step back and be like, Oh, what's next. But with yeah. this situation, you can't do it. Yeah. You can't, you can't. You have like if it was me or you, you have to face it head on. You have to see it. And so like, and uh, so, man, it's like that one. It's like that one. There was one man who was in police brutality and he lived. And that, mm. I mean, that flipped the whole script. Because now this man's alive. To tell the story. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I think it's. I think it's. Hey, once it goes too far, just off him because it's. It's easier than having to deal with all the other stuff. So I don't know, man. It's, it's where no, it's hard. It's it's, where it, do we it start? Starts getting tough because um, then you have a community of people who, um, and I'm not saying these guys don't have anything to say to our community. That's not what I'm saying. So don't get me wrong, but you have a community of people who are coming out and speaking on certain situations um, because they have a voice and they yeah. kind of have to speak. So they're, they're having to say something. And sometimes it's like, in my mind, in my eyes, I'm like, are you saying this because you genuinely care? Or are you saying this because you want people in your community to know that you're involved and you're trying to get that word out quicker than the next man? Are you talking because the next pastor spoke some, you know, like, and I'm not, I'm not knocking pastors. I'm not knocking people who have power, what I am saying is, are we genuine behind what we're talking about? Are we actually analyzing every situation? 
or are we just hopping on and talking because it's something to talk about? And yeah. and that's the part I struggle with. You know what I mean? That's why yeah. I say when they ask to lend his opinion on things, I'm not going to give you anything just because you want to hear something. I'm going to actually think about what I'm talking about and you're going to get the real to lend. And in that moment, you got the real me pray. That's the only thing I know to do. So if you're hopping online and you know, you're praying and you're, you're talking to your community of people of our skin color. Perfect. But the moment that like words just start slipping and you're firing at all different angles, it's like, now are you talking to talk? Or are you talking because you actually mean something with this community? Does that make sense? Like, am I? Yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah. I think it's, that's true. Uh, Bob God posted this. He said, social media is not enough because you know what? You know, it's, I think just there's been a lot of nuance in just in what we've been doing. And I think it's so it's so interesting because. I mean, you get a mod situation. OK, cool. Week off. Brianna situation. OK, cool. Week off. George Floyd situation. OK, week off. OK, so you know what I think what's happened is people have begun to see. Oh, you're going to see it and you're going to see us no matter what you think, no matter what, how you want it to happen, you're, you're going yeah. to see it. And so what I, what I think is happening is people are just, because what you can on Instagram, bro, is I can just post, share, and then keep it cool. Yep. You know, like a lot of people like, this is why I don't post. This is just Nate's opinion. I'm not here to judge anybody, but for me, it was a lot of stuff where I don't post so much about uh, what I'm doing in my personal life. Because what it would lead to is it would lead to me being nonchalant and lazy in what that event was in my personal mm-hmm. life. And so I think when we just post pictures of, uh, of, dead, of, of dead black people and we post these photos, like, cool, they mean a lot. And cool, you're sorry. But my question is, how are you going to continually every day, and I would argue every minute, fight back systems of racism? Hmm. What are you going to do? Because it's tiring, man. It's like, and that's, that's the part that's hard though. It's like, you're again, that's where my point comes into play. It's like now we're in a system where, or, or a pattern of pastors just kind of hopping online or people just kind of hopping online and saying things. And it's like, okay, in two weeks when this is all over, where's the same energy you had last week when this was going on? That's it. Where's the same energy because Ahmad's old now, right? Ahmad's old, exactly. but, yeah. but Ahmad's not old to his mom. Ahmad's not old to, a, to, his, to, community. to his kids. Ahmad's not old to his community. Ahmad's not old to us skin colors. Like, I'm still thinking about that. Like, And so, I mean, I'm going to push back on your point a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Praying is good, but I believe that okay. God calls us to put feet to it, right? Like, okay. And so I'm not saying you're only saying pray. I'm not saying you're saying that, but I'm saying I want to actually, I'm not pushing back. I want to join with your point is because I believe we have to pray and then we have to do because it's the same thing of like when, when a celebrity passes away or someone passes away, right? We're like thoughts and prayers. Okay, cool. Thoughts and prayers. Like you're praying for them. But my, I think for this one, like we're going to have to like start taking action in what, in what, Oh, Knock the whole camera down, my microphone down. Like, <laughs> in what we're doing, we're gonna have to start taking because I'm a hand preacher. But in what we're doing, like we're gonna have to start putting some feet to it because 
racist racism, systemic issues, um, sexism. I mean, anything you want to talk about, these issues aren't going to be broken because I believe we are called to pray. But the call on my life has been God's like, hey, I need you to go up into some places and start messing some things up. <laughs> mm. yeah. You know, and it's like, and I'm not going to do it in a rude way. And I'm like, but I might have to. I might have to bop somebody on the back of the back of the head because it's like, yeah, yeah, you know. So no, I heard. I'm not heard saying. Charlie, go ahead. I'm not saying you're not. I'm not saying you're. You're saying not do, but I want to add our points together and say yeah. pray because we are Jesus people and we, and we yeah. believe in a God. But I think, not but, I think and I know that God's saying do do you know what i mean and i just think for me in that moment it, it it was like i was being asked to respond and i responded the best way i knew how so again when it goes back to analyzing and like what am i going to do now after this is all over it's like okay well now i have to go into a whole new mindset of of how to be that person to take hold of what's going on in my community and try to make things better but in that in that moment the only thing that I knew to do when they asked me what to do was to pray. So like, I totally agree with you. It's time to do, it's time to go after it. It's time to make it happen. But again, it just goes back to like, was I ready to think about it? No. And my mindset said to pray. pray. And that's all that I could say in that Amen, moment. Bro. You know what I mean? So, Amen. Yeah. Um, uh, but it just, it, it, it also goes back to like uh, what you said and, and I'm drawing a blank on it because that was such a good thought, but uh, Charles Metcalf's wife goes online and starts talking about it. My girlfriend sent me this and she's talking about how um, at one point Jesus was angry and he walked into the temple and he started flipping tables. <laughs> he turned that right. And so he started, he started turning tables because people weren't being righteous. And it's like her thought behind the whole thing was like, it's time for us to start flipping tables. And I agree with her wholeheartedly. But when you start doing that, it's like, what do you mean? Like flipping tail. Okay, yeah, let's get angry. Let's get mad. Like, let's show them that we're here. We care that we are not going to back down. This can't keep happening. What kind of people are in power? Like, who are we talking to about this? But it's like, at the same time, like, in that moment, who are we talking to? What are we talking about? And what do we do with this situation? Yeah. I th who, right? Because Jesus, when he saw people hurt or when he saw people were not acting right, he corrected them. He started flipping tables. Like, let's think about. I'm just thinking about the disciple. Oh, remember when? Um, I'm 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 drawing, but I'm not good at scripture memory. But when Jesus is speaking to this, you see, it's uh, John four. When Jesus is speaking to the Samaritan woman, right? Mm. And they come back and they're like, "Why is he talking to a woman?" Like, yeah, they're like, "Wait, Jesus, hold up, wait a second, what you doing, bro? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not what we do." And he rebukes them, like, and, and that woman goes and shares the gospel to her whole community. So I think you're right, man, is we, because what's going to happen, and this is what I'm scared of, but I believe some of it has to happen, is you're going to get people who don't know the Lord who start flipping tables. Mm. You're going to get people who do know the Lord, but are they're flipping tables isn't being heard. So they're going to start flipping more tables and it might be your mm. table. And I think I've had so many conversations with my friends of just like, they're like, I'm over it. Like, I'm tired of being nice. I'm tired of telling people to learn. I'm tired of telling people to educate. And I'm tired of teaching. Yeah. And so, 
bro. I think th- I think that last point you said. You said that was Charles Metcalf's wife. Charles Metcalf's wife. Who said I, that? Yeah. I think that was good. And so yeah, we just want to had a great great point for sure. Yeah, that's good. I just want to talk about. I guess a point of this episode is there's going to be a lot of people listening to this who are going to say, okay, cool. Like, I hear you guys. I hear your heart. But where do we start? That was bars, by the way. Just saying. That was bars. That was bars. <laughs> I hear your heart. But where do we start? Ooh. Hold on. Coming okay, bro. through. I give you a part. Ooh. Uh, hey. Line them up. I throw from afar. Ooh. Ooh. I'm you know, hitting I st- golf. Oh. I just hit a par. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> You know, I stay swimming. They call me the shock. Okay, we're done. Uh, anyway. Um, but where do we start in this conversation? I'm cutting that out. <laughs> no, I'm not. Straight bars. Where do we bars? Where do we where do we start with this conversation? And so I want to talk about two groups. And I'm gonna talk about, I'm gonna start with the youth, and I want you to then dive into pastors and leaders, or just like Christian leaders. Like, how do we gotcha. where do we start? But man, uh, I had a student. This is so cool. A white student, by the way, ask me, hey, can I share this video? They are super sweet, right? Like, hey, can I share mm-hmm. this video? And I was like, of course. Like, everyone's sharing it and not asking. Like, you can share it. And she uh, she shared it. And then she posted a picture. I said she. So there we go. Now I've just taken out half of my students. And <laughs> <laughs> But she then, um, she then posted a graphic after my video saying what white silence was. Hmm. Wow. I'm, close, I'm close to the camera or the microphone, bruh. She posted as a high schooler, get this, as a high schooler about to go to, she's a senior, so she's about to go to college. I can't do, I can't, I can't do. She posts a graphic of what white silence is. Hmm. Bro. And so I go, I go, I go, hold up. Oh, okay. So you really out here? You really out here wow. trying to learn? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, so you really out here, out here? And <laughs> so what I found, dog, is we got to have that heart of that of her. Wow. She just, she, because the cool thing is she didn't just post a graphic. She added some words to it. Because I think a lot of us, what we're sharing was just sharing graphics of, of people and say, share, 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 share but she added words to what she was posting. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. she wasn't just cool with this is what white silence is. She said, no, this is what white silence is. And, and this is what it's about. So I gave her a shout out. I said, Hey, listen, there is a young person who's leading this conversation. And you know, what's crazy is it's going to be young people who lead these conversations. Mm. It's going to be young people. That's so good. And That's so true. So if you're a young person listening to this, or you are a person who lead, leads young people, which if you're on the Youth of the Nation podcast, I, I'm guessing it would be, but I have a lot of friends who listen to this who I know don't lead young people, so we love you. But start having the conversation. Just start talking. Don't, don't, don't come to Toledo and I and say, hey, like, I'm mad black person got killed. All right, we get it. We, I mean, we, you should be mad. We understand. But what I'm saying is be like the student who goes, yo, can I share this? And you know what? I'm going to start looking up some some concepts myself. Yeah. I'm going to start building some frameworks. That's a big word uh, when it comes to like cultural intelligence and all that. But I'm going to start building some frameworks and, and I'm going to start learning. And then you know what she said? This is the last part and I'll let you go, Taylor. 
she goes, she then says, I shared your video with my family. Wow. Now, I'm not saying this to say, look, my vi- I don't, it's not about me. I'm saying she doesn't then just go teach. She doesn't just post a graphic where people can just click off and look. She goes, hey, no, I need to show all y'all who live with me, who are white, what's going on. Mm-hmm. What? That's good. That's different. That's good. That's different. I, I'm sorry. That's different. And so this, that gave me hope today. That, that's why I feel good right now. Honestly, mm-hmm. straight up, dog. Is that young woman saying, I'm going to see, I'm going to share, and then I'm going to educate myself. And then I'm not just going to teach people on social media because that's easy and they can click off and go to the next video. I'm actually going to show my family who are all people who have power. I'm going to show them what it's about. I'm sorry, man. So if you're a young person or a student, I would say these are the steps. Watch, see what's going on, see what the issue is. Um, share with the people that are around you to speak like this. Hop on a Zoom call. I had Eddie Johnson, the guy who led me to Jesus. He hopped on a Zoom call uh, with another person, uh, a pastor. And so this is a great transition to use. Hopped on with a pastor and he said, hey, let's just talk about, let's just talk about race together. Let's just hop on Zoom and talk about it. People can watch, people can webinar, but it's just going to be me and you talking. We're just going to go back and forth. And so, so man, that's that's my young person idea is how can a young person, how can we help young people start these conversations? So now, how do the leaders of these young people, how do the leaders of our church, how do they lead this conversation? And you can come in, you can add some youth stuff if you want, and I'll add some pastor stuff at the end, but go ahead, bro. Yeah. No, I think I think honestly it, it's the same way. The same way you literally just approach the youth think that uh, pastors need to, first of all, understand what it is at hand. Um, that way, like, because uh, as a leader, as a pastor, you are overwhelmed with having to say something, right? With having to come to the platform and let your voice be heard. Like, that's something you signed up for, but it is an overwhelming thing, right? And so I think understanding the situation that's at hand, informing yourself about it, but then also making sure that everyone around you who is affected by it feels comfortable Mm. or everyone around you who's affected by it feels like they have someone to communicate with. So open up your doors, open up your phone line, open up your text messages and, and literally just start having that conversation. Like Eddie Johnson hopped on with the pastor and they had a conversation. Sometimes it's harder said than done because you don't know what to say. Yes, sir. If you just, if you open up that, if you open up that line of communication, you're now being that trustworthy person who just opened up the doors for people. And I'm, I'm speaking on the area I come from where most pastors in this area, and that's, this is not a, I'm not saying this to like knock pastors in this area, but most pastors in this area are white. Most leaders in this area are white, right? And so when you are the church that have African-American and Browns in your church, you are now opening up a window to have that communication line with people of my color, of Nate's skin color, of George Floyd's skin color. And so now you have to have that communication line with those people, whether they're black or white. It just has to happen. And so I think like Nate said, 
It's, it starts with understanding. It starts with getting familiar with these situations uh, and learning. And it starts with sharing information and it starts with having that communication. And that's with everybody from your leaders to your students, to the people in your pulpit, it's everybody. Um, and that's just my thoughts. And so if you're a leader and not a pastor, I think it's, it's that communication line with the students. You got to open up the communication with the students. Hey man, how are you guys feeling about the situation? Like I got a group chat with my students and we all talk about it and I know their feelings and they're not just black, they're white. So we all talk about it. I know their feelings. And sometimes, you know, there's kids in there that are, you know, F the cops and blah, blah, blah. So it just gets, it gets real heated, but then it gets brought back to like, but man, how, how sad of a situation, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and, and they start feeling empathy and they start, you know, Hey, how, what can we do? And I, and, and again, pray. That's where I went to is just pray. like, pray. So as leaders, I think we need to be praying for our students. I think we need to be praying for our community. I think yeah. we need to be praying for our leaders. Our pastors need prayer right now because they're facing hey. something in this, in this season that is tough for them. Um, I think I know my pastor is yeah. having to say something in this moment is, is struggling with that. And that can be hard. So uh, pray for your leaders, pray yeah. for your pastors, be in their side, help them grow in this community, help them grow in this situation, especially if you have the voice for it. So yeah. Pray and ad- pray, pray and advocate, pray and d- pray, advocate and do, you know, it's like pray. Con- prayer is always the thing. Well, you need to pray. And so it's like, and I think that's a big thing with everything. It's like when, before you have these conversations, pray. Cause I think a lot yeah. of us go into these conversations and we're like, man, you know, F this, F that, F that. And then God, because I have to, I fight this weird dynamic where I know God wants me to share my, my emotion and how I feel. But also it's like, <laughs> like God's like, also like, Hey bro, relax. Like you're going to be all right. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. sh- and share my peace. And that's the thing is our, our God is a Prince of peace and this world is so evil. And I have to separate those things so often of like, our world is still evil. Sin is still running rampant in mm-hmm. our world. And so, I mean, I think you're right. And, I, and, and this is what I think we'll end with because we don't want to throw too many concepts your guys' way and you'll be like, wait, okay, so what do I start? Just talk about it. Mm-hmm. And don't come to me. Don't come to T. If you, need, if you need resources, I can give you that. And I, I have a call with one of my friends tomorrow and he just said, hey, can I call you? I was like, sure. And so we'll, we'll have a little conversation tomorrow. And because uh, he wants to learn. Uh, but if I wasn't, yeah. if, I, if I wasn't learned up on this, I wouldn't have accepted that call. You know, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if I wasn't kind of learned up in kind of what we can do, but learned up, uh, you know, I don't know how to speak some English. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if you ain't learned it up, but man, You're stupid. just start just start there's no there's no issue with doing the same thing we say with faith right like hey just do it like just come to church one time you'll be all right yeah yeah and and i think and then this is the last point if you've made the mistake of not having the conversation the same way we talk about faith till then if you've made the mistake of not having the conversation yet just do it just do it nike it up Nike, just do it like Nike. <laughs> just do it. Cause I saw this post, Jeremy Foster, who um his ad game on <laughs> on Instagram usually bothers me. That's a we have to note that one. We have to talk about 
pastors buying ads on Instagram because that's funny to me. But um, but he made a comment. He made a post today and he said this. He said uh, a person of color said, hey, use your platform to break down this white Christianity that's happening in America. And he said, you're right, man. I'm sorry. And immediately apologized. Immediately didn't defend, didn't say, man, you know, I haven't had time, man. I, I'm a pastor, man. I got other stuff. No, I'm sorry. I messed up. I blew it. I need to have these conversations. So you don't, we don't, you don't have to defend. You don't have to have it all right. You don't have to, but say something. Cause mm-hmm. even, cause you know, it's crazy. Me and you can come with these real elegant words and we can put it together and make a nice paragraph in a sentence. And I can put out a video but I'm still the person with no power. Yeah. So now imagine if it's a black woman. Yeah. Now imagine if it's a Puerto Rican woman. Mm. Now I'm not, there's no power there. I'm a black man. So the man power, but the black, no power. And then you no power, you know, and I'm saying it. So it's like, use your, use the little words that you feel like you have to add emotion to this. Use those, use those little words you think you have because mm-hmm. you have power. You have, if you are white, if you are male, you have power. Use it in the same wow. ways. In the same way that we would walk into a room to lend, and if a woman's being hurt, what we what would we do? On site, protect. Yep. On site, use our power. Let's do it with the race conversation too, bro. Come on. Come on, man. Hey, I love you, dog. For real. Love you. Love you. Um. Sheesh. Should we uh should we pray this one out? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, I'll pray and you pray. Yes, sir. Uh Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this podcast. Just to talk about it. Um we ask that your peace comes, Lord. We ask that your peace enters this earth. Hmm. We ask that uh, little black men, and young black men, and, and young black girls, and all black men, and all black girls, and anyone who's, who has uh, no power and or is oppressed or is marginalized, that they would not be fearful to get pulled over on a summer day. Mm-hmm. That they wouldn't be fearful to grab their insurance card. That they wouldn't be fearful to walk with some Arizona and Skittles. Mm-hmm. I pray for the 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 uh I pray for those who are mourning. I pray for all of those who are mourning. Jesus, we just ask for your peace. We we beg for it. We get on our knees, Lord, and we beg for your peace. Break down the sin of racism, break down the systemic issues of privilege and race that have been in our country since the ins- before the inception of America. Break these walls down one by one by one. Because you know what? Talyn and I might not see racism go away in our lifetimes. But we believe that generations to come and to come and to come will continue to break down these barriers and these structures that have been built up for so many years in your name. God, we just pray right now for the George family, Lord. We ask that you lift them up like. None other, God. We're asking that you pray for all the leaders in our community, Lord, that you give them the voice to reach people, 
whether or not they know what to say in the moment, Lord, but you give them the attitude, the voice, Lord, the spirit to go after and fight for what is right in the situation, Lord. We're asking that you pray for these students, the ones who are feeling it, the ones who are hurting God, um, the ones who don't know what to say or don't know how to accept this reality or even move forward in this, God. We're praying for blacks, Lord. We're praying for whites, Lord. We're asking that as you, Lord, walk us through this, God, you guide us with a sense of humility, Lord, that we can love on one another, whether or not we agree. One day, come together, Jesus. But in the midst of recording something so hard, God, I thank you that you give me clarity from Nate. You give me vision from pastors around me, Lord, and I'm asking that you give the same clarity and same vision to the people who are listening to this right now. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, bro. Man, this might be the, my favorite episode that we've recorded for real. Was oh, that one was too. But, hey y'all, this is the Youth of the Nation podcast. We love you guys. Jesus is the only one. Those words could not be more true, especially in these times. Hey, we love you guys. <laughs> Peace. Peace. It's you that got my back when I need it the most. It's you that keeps me humble when I'm wanting to boast. And when there's a days that I be doing the most, you keep me grinding when my mind is just wanting to float. Yeah. Fly away, butterfly. I get tears in my eyes when I hear how much you love me, and for me that you would die, and it's you that's by my side from the day that I arrived.